Welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hi, I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 36 of the Photography Q&A podcast. It's also the first recording of 2022, although I'm actually doing it the last day of 2021, but it's the first one out. So this week's question is from Ethan Fleming from Massachusetts. He posted some photos of Christmas lights in the Facebook group. Some were taken a little bit too early and some too late. As you'll find out as we go through this, there's a reason for that. I think a bit of creative editing and they would have been perfect. So anyway, the question is, how do you capture outdoor Christmas lights? So the best time to take photos of outdoor lights is just before it goes dark. So you're looking at sunset. It can happen really quickly depending on where you are in the world. Here it can happen in 10 minutes some nights. But once the sun sets, you've, as it starts, you've got 15 to 30 minutes to get your images. So what equipment should you use? Your entry-level camera and kit lens will work great for shooting Christmas lights. I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah, the better quality camera and lens will give you better results. But you're really nitpicking because it's going to be quite a dark image with a shining light. So you'll do okay with just a kit lens and entry-level camera. I'm not going to try and deter anyone on that one. What you do need, though, is a tripod. Hand-holding won't work here. It just doesn't. You're going to be using slower shutter speeds, and it's just not possible to get the eighth of a second hand-holding. It's going to be blurry. So the tripod is a must. You really need one. Hand-holding, you'll just get lots of blurry images. So which settings are you going to use? You hear this a lot. You hear it for weddings, everything else. But for Christmas lights, there is one setting or thereabouts, depending on which lights are up there. The one constant with Christmas lights is their output. They put out the same amount of light, whether it's day or night. You just perceive it differently. The lights are constant. So to capture lights, the aperture needs to be in the range of f5 or 5.6. And the shutter speed needs to be about an eighth of a second or one fifteenth of a second would be good as also. Remember that this is just a rough setting because not all lights have the same output. So start with f5.6 aperture and a shutter speed of one fifteenth of a second. So next we've got ISO. A setting of 500 to 640 will work if your images are underexposed as the sun starts to set. So if they're dark at that point, crank it up. You might have to go to 800. The chances are you won't. Start at 640. It's a lot easier. Just go 640 for your ISO. So one of the most important things here is your metering mode. That is how your camera deals with the light available. Which part of it it decides is important and how it's going to present it. So using the evaluative metering makes the camera consider everything in the image. Every little pixel in that image it's considering and dealing with. And that is not good because you want Yes, you want to consider the sky, but the main thing here is the lights. You need to use center-weighted or spot metering. So it'll only deal with what you're pointing at, basically, just the middle of the image. Another thing you need to think about is white balance. You need to set it to daylight, and some guys also turn it to tungsten. Now, if you turn it to tungsten, you'll get a blue tint on everything. The best way to go is daylight, I'm saying. It'll it'll make the lights look warmer. Then again, if you've got a blue sky 
or not too blue sky and you use tungsten it'll make it really blue so just practice do two nights in a row do one with tungsten one with daylight now the other way to do this is shoot in daylight but make sure that you shoot in raw not in jpeg in raw if you shoot in raw you can change your um, white balance in production while you're editing it so i always shoot in raw so i would shoot in daylight and then change it as needed once the sun starts to set and the light is fading you've got to keep shooting just keep shooting don't start changing your settings for the light that's the last thing you want to do in this situation the light changes really fast and if you keep shooting your settings will match the light at some point there'll be a peak where it's just it works and then the images will start to get darker and don't work as well so your settings are going to be f5.6 shutter speed of 1 15th or 1 8th if you like of a second and an ISO of 640-ish, which around there, depending on what make of camera you use, but 640 is good. As the sun starts to set, you're going to take shot after shot after shot. If when you're first starting out, your pictures are too dark, you're going to change your ISO up to say 800 and keep shooting. And as the light fades, we're going to get, oh, you might end up with 30 to 40 pictures or more, but right in the middle, when the light is at its best, you're going to get three, four, maybe six, ten even images that are just perfect. You're going to get rid of the rest and just work on the ones in the middle. It really is it really is easy once you realize that whatever settings you use, if you ballpark these settings, as I've told you, as the light changes, you're going to get the good pictures at some point. So just keep shooting. Oh, and make sure you give it a try before everyone takes the lights down, because I think we're meant to be taking ours down. We don't have many lights here, but they're coming down in the next week. So thank you to Ethan for the question in the Facebook group. If you've got a question, join the Facebook group and ask away. Now, today as I'm recording it, it's the 31st of December 2021. So starting tomorrow, I'm going to be taking a photo a day during uh, 2022 and I'm going to be posting them in the Facebook group. Now, they, they're not going to be any blockbuster images. I just want to get back into using my camera every day. I don't do as many shoots as I used to. Very rarely, I'm more computer side of things and websites and this sort of thing at the moment. So I'm going to be taking a picture a day. Well, I'm going to be posting a picture a day. I'm probably going to be taking 20, 30 pictures a day just to keep going. The idea with this is if you do it and you shoot in manual or even aperture priority, it's going to be so easy for you to think about different situations. It'll change the way you shoot. So if you want to join me, don't worry if you're joining, you're listening to this and it's June, just join in. You can just go to the end of the year or even go to the June after if you want. Just get into the habit of taking a picture a day. Yeah, you're going to have to carry your camera with you and I don't want you to use your phone. But yeah, just carrying your camera around, you get you, it becomes second nature after a while. I always used to, I always used to carry my camera with me everywhere. I always had one in the car with a 50 mil lens or whatever, whatever was available. Because I'm still like it now. I drive down the highway, I see a, a hawk or something, or sun setting, or the sun's coming up, and I always think, geez, I, I wish I had my camera. And you know, you pull over and do your use your phone. You, it's just not the same. You just can't get the same quality image you can with a, a regular camera. So give it a go. If, you, if you're if you interested, join me. Now, I don't want you to spend 
hours and hours editing each image every night you can if you want if that's what you're into even if you shoot jpeg just take the picture and the best one of the day post it and we'll see how it goes it really will improve your creativity i'm sure of that so give it a go all right so yeah i'll talk to you next week have a good one bye <laughs>